Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Thanks for hitting play today. We're in Acts chapter 3, starting at verse 12. Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power or godliness? For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him. You rejected this holy righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. And we are witnesses of this fact. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Looking at this passage as we uh, begin to look at uh, verses 12 through 16 today, we see that Peter is immediately deflecting attention. He seizes the opportunity to be able to address the crowd and deflects the attention from him and John to Jesus. And he's having to deflect all of this attention because this man had very publicly been on display as being a lame beggar. Who knows how long he had been sitting in front of the gates here at the temple asking people for money. But here he is now hanging on to Peter and John and and dancing and leaping around and making a commotion in the temple right before a prayer service. And of course, people are going to see and they're going to observe that this man was lame. And he is clinging on to Peter and John as the men who had brought the healing. And people are amazed and they're starting to flock to Peter and John. And they think uh, that they were just these most amazing people that uh, they had probably ever seen. And of course, something like this would draw your attention. But Peter stops this train before it ever leaves the station. And I don't know if you picked up on it or not, but Peter is preaching again. He takes the opportunity to address the crowd, and maybe you can see the similarities between uh, the beginning of this next message and the sermon that he gave in the previous chapter. But he starts, again, deflecting the attention away from both him and John, and he points out twice, twice in in this passage today, in verses 13 and 16, that the healing did not come from him. The healing came through the name of Jesus, and Jesus was the one who was supposed to be receiving the glory. So he is immediately directing people back to the Messiah. And he points out, yes, that this is the power and the deity of Christ. He was the Messiah. And again, you'll see here, you put him to death. He went on trial. Pilate wanted to release him, but you still decided that you wanted him to die instead of a murderer. So you did. You killed him. But God raised him to life. And as proof of that, as proof that he is alive, not only are we witnesses, but this is the name by which we have healed this man. And you see him leaping and walking around. This is proof that Jesus Christ is not only the Messiah, but that God has raised him from the dead, despite you sentencing to die. You take a look at this as well. And What's amazing to me is how naturally and almost seamlessly Peter uses this as an opportunity to share the faith that both he and John have. This doesn't require any special training or booklets or tracts or anything like that. Uh, Sharing your faith doesn't have to be any more complicated than using the things around you. 
to be able to point people to Jesus. And a matter of fact, a great example of someone using the objects around them to drive home a greater purpose is Jesus himself. We see this as he teaches the crowds with parables. Uh, in, in the parable of the mustard seed, of the woman who loses a coin, of the shepherd who goes after the sheep, uh, of the farmer who sows seed in different kinds of soil, uh, and the parable of the Good Samaritan. All of these parables are common, everyday things that drive home a greater point. And, and the point that I'm driving at here today is that your faith doesn't have to be complicated, a complicated and difficult thing to share. And there becomes a little bit of an element where we are afraid to share our faith. Maybe we're afraid of what people might think of us. Uh, maybe we might uh, be intimidated and we don't know the right words to say, so maybe we need to practice. But do we ever really practice? Do we ever really just take some time when we're alone to think about what to say? No. And I'll tell you this from personal experience, the times that I've valued the most in sharing my faith has been in a natural conversation where someone has asked a question and I've tried to answer it as best as I can. And it doesn't have to be, again, any more complicated than that. The way that Peter goes about this here today, it's natural and it verges on the fringe of being a conversation. So the encouragement for us today is that sharing our faith is a a work that the Holy Spirit helps us out with. He is the one who gives us the words to say in the moment. So we don't necessarily have to be afraid or nervous. So the question that we have to take home today is this. How might you go about sharing your faith using the things around you? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at e underscore pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.